This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press, roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Well, happy Friday, everyone. This is Meet the Movie Press. I am Mark Riley, your host, and... Jeff Snyder, film reporter, therap.com. There you go. And uh, I was teasing a little bit of a announcement, which we'll do... Uh, Don't per- tease me, baby! Pretty, pretty much right away, uh... Sorry, everybody. We're on the live chat. I see you on uh, YouTube.com forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You're here live. And, guys, this is the announcement. This is my last show. What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving Meet the Movie Press, and I'm sad. I'm sad about it. Um, I can't tell you yet where I'm going, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a big announcement. So I'm teasing another announcement. We're also talking about some stuff. Yeah. This, well, uh, this won't be the last. We're not. We're not sure what the what the fate of the show will ultimately be. Right. Right. We don't know what the fate of the show will. Ultimately but we're be. not retiring from podcasting. No. No. Not in the least. So, um, you guys, I love it. Uh, I I've been having the best time with you, my friend. Oh, so many memories we created. I mean, this has been awesome. And and God, I don't I don't want to go. But it's but uh, so this new thing that I'm working on is they're they're t- they're making me sign stuff. Uh huh. That a I little, can't. Some exclusivity. Is yeah. that what they want? Yeah. And I, so I, you know, I have to regrettably leave. And, and, and I know, no, Mark, no, no, people are nice. They're saying are no. They? Uh-huh. They're saying no, don't leave. I have to, but I'm like, so uh, follow me on Twitter at Riley Around. You'll be getting all my announcements. Yeah, we'll find another way into your ears and yes. your hearts. Yes. Yes, maybe. Yes. That's the tease. That's the announcement. Um, thank you. I can't say it enough. I mean, I don't... I don't. I, for a second, honestly, I thought you might have been cast as Han Solo. <laughs> Wouldn't that be rad? <laughs> I was like, are you holding out on me, motherfucker? God, that would be so... I would, I would just get... I mean, I, would, I wouldn't podcast anymore. I would just, just spin off into the universe. Yeah. Um, that would be rad. But uh, <laughs> No, but I'm sorry. I am sad to leave. But yeah, there are some great people everybody's throwing out right now. Mark had to I, do this. He had to take this opportunity. Yeah. We don't yeah. blame him at all. It was pretty fast. It was a pretty fast thing that came my way. And oh. it was like, whoa, oh, yeah, no, no, that works. Yep, yeah, let's do it. Do you like fast or would you have preferred a long, drawn-out courtship for your <laughs> services? Uh, I know, right? I like fast. Fast is good. What, and then, who are people suggesting? I don't – Crawl. Sorry. Kroll is Justin in there. Kroll? Of course. Oh my god. Um, uh, who else have we got? We have there? a surprise guest in the studio, Justin! <laughs> I know, where is he? Oh, he's probably working the beat. Um, yeah, uh, Hero Hollywood, Elmi and Bay, of course. Ooh. Um, Umberto, uh, they're, they're saying, and then I'm going back up. Mark, no, no. Maybe no, it'll what? be one of you lucky listeners. Yeah. We're gonna Send do- your $20 to. <laughs> I know. With three proofs of purchases to Jeff Snyder uh, at the Inn Snyder. 
So uh, we'll yeah. We'll, well, we'll try to make this show a good one then. Yeah, yeah. This is not, but it's not a big deal, we'll really. Go, we'll I mean, it's like the there's bang. there's so much going on out there. It's going to be so much fun. There's so many playgrounds to play in. Sure, and we appreciate this opportunity that AfterBuzz has given us and, and the Popcorn Talk Network. Got, yeah, I got to give a big shout so. out to Popcorn Talk Network and well, AfterBuzz. For letting letting this guy do his thing for a yeah, while. Yeah, we let our freak flags fly. Yeah. So let's get into the show. Let's do it because I want to talk the news one more time before we leave. What do you want to lead with? I don't know. Shouldn't we talk about Deadpool? I mean, that's that's some can big we stuff. talk about Deadpool? You haven't seen Deadpool. I haven't seen Deadpool yet. Sasha Pearl Raver was on last last week yeah. while you were gone visiting your bro. How was that, by the way? Oh, it was it was great. We got him. I'll show you the the, the video of the surprise. Thank you nice. guys for not spoiling it. Right, I know that's right. You <laughs> said it on live. Um, but yeah, Sasha was on and just freaking loved it. Loved it. Um, she she had some more colorful words to say about A it. A lot of people did love it. I mean, it seems to be going over really well. Yeah, you saw it. You like it. I did see it. I respected it more than I actually enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was a little obnoxious. Okay. Um, and definitely annoying. Uh. <laughs> but, it, I mean, listen, it was funny. I laughed. There was some very clever stuff. Yeah. Structurally, it left a little to be desired. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I just... It seemed inconsequential. Okay. It, wow. It was a different I, approach to it, though. I've heard, I mean, everybody, I other I've talked to have, have just raved about it. So, but I, I always respect your opinion because I know, you know, maybe superhero movies, Star Wars movies, like, aren't, like, for me, I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I love it. And yours, I mean, you like them, but, you know. Listen, they had, I, I know, um, I had said something to the effect of, like, the stakes aren't, weren't high enough. It's very low stakes, although that was kind of refreshing because he's okay. not trying to save the world. He's just, just trying to save his, 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 his girlfriend girl. or whatever. I like that. Um, but then, you know, I think it was Morena herself who, who said, well, what could be higher stakes than, than true love? Hey, so, I like that. <laughs> I like that. It, listen, I, I've always liked Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah. When I used to work for Luke Greenfield, actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told this story on the air yet, but we, we, he was developing role models. He was a Originally going to direct role models, right? And I was pushing hard for Ryan Reynolds to get that role that Sean William Scott got. Ah, yeah, I, yeah. Ryan Reynolds happens to be a very unique performer. I've been watching him Love since him. that pizza show. Okay, oh, uh, two, two guys in a pizza, and he can do three. Th- he can do these three things. He can play a romantic lead yeah. because he's good looking. Uh-huh. He can do comedies because he's funny, and he can do, do action because he's ripped. Okay, and there's very few guys who can do that. It's like, very Chris, true. Chris Pratt's one of them. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy is not one of them. Tom Hardy. No. No, you can't buy as a romantic lead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's not that comedy. funny. Yeah. yeah, he's not very funny. So like, it, it's funny. Some of our greatest actors, and Tom Hardy obviously is one of them. Yeah, still have certain limitations. Right. Or okay. Haven't proven that they can do three things well. And, and Ryan Reynolds happens to be versatile like that. So he carries this whole movie. But yeah, ultimately, it just was like that's that's all you got. Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> you're getting killed. They disagree with you, but he's not saying it's a bad movie. You just, you know, it's not. It wasn't like for me. I no, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I thought yeah. they did like a decent job with it. I just, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, that's like me and Mad Max. I was like, yeah, I, and, and I just can't believe that like that's what's getting people so excited. But you know, it is on track to do seventy five, eighty million dollars this weekend. Who knows? I think it's going to hit a hundred. 
I really do. I do not. I, it just, I know it that there were some killed. estimates for 90, and I was telling our box office people, like, do not no? write that. Okay, I'd just ki- be surprised. It ki- well, it's saying, like, 12 million Thursday night showings, which is pretty big for, for a de- this, R-rated This is also Deadpool. R-rated, yeah. Like, yeah. And so, I w- you know, we were ta- this is something we were talking about in the office, and I may be writing about, but do you think that this is going to open the door for more R-rated superhero movies? I mean, I, I hope... I, it's hard to tell, because now it's like, I just immediately think... It's an R-rated superhero movie, and then all of Hollywood go. See, we got to, oh, we got to do that. Well, that's now. how Hollywood works. Yeah, but and so I'm like, do you hesitant. think that that will actually happen in this case? Because I don't know what characters they would do it with. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, the, it's like Deadpool this demands is, an R-rated. It's the perfect storm, you know. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this Deadpool movie is like. You know, lucky. It's lu- we're lucky that it exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it had that like ten years of, of Ryan Reynolds pushing for it, right. and they knew that they messed up the character the first time around. And mm-hmm. he, I don't know. There's just not. You're not going to get like an R-rated Superman movie. No. See, yeah, that's where it's like we're not going to like. I I would argue maybe you could do Batman as an R-rated movie. But why would Warner Brothers do that? Exactly. And, and they wouldn't. I would just say you could art, like you could look at the Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller's source material, and go that could be R rated in a movie form. But it's Warner Brothers. You're right. It's None that- of the movies in the DC and Marvel universe really, mm-hmm. at least in the universe, you know, they, you know, like the Vertigo titles that Warner Brothers doing that could be R rated, Sandman or whatever. Sure. But the the main universes, none of those films can't be R rated. Right. You know what it, it will do? I am Ninja Panda says it best, and it's very true. X Force could be an R rated movie. Which no, is, it's not. It could because of the source material. If they if they use Deadpool in it and create that, nothing from with the letter X. I don't think would be R rated. Ah, that's a good. That's a good point. X Men, X Force, X PG thirteen, my friend. Okay, okay, um, that's a good point. I just can't see that. Yeah. So I mean, it, it is like I think if they reboot Blade, maybe. But is where's Blade? Yeah. Is that still at Fox? Or uh, I don't know which studio actually has it, or if it's just like I think. Do the, the rights revert to Marvel? It might have actually. They may have Blade, and that would be interesting because I don't think no. And then Marvel wouldn't make Marvel Disney wouldn't make an R rated superhero movie. Would they do Blade? I don't know. This is interesting. I'm stumped. I don't know if it's it, going to it, be. It's an interesting question. I don't think that there will be more a lot more R rated. Movies, yeah, I, I think I mean Deadpool is kind it's of a unique situation. It's a unique situation. I totally agree, and I can't wait to see. It. I'm going. I'm going yeah. tonight with the lady. Opening night, we're going to go with the crowds. Will there be a Batman vs Superman trailer? Well, the the new attached. one just came out. Do you think it'll be attached? I don't know if it'll be attached, but I don't what did you either. think of the trailer? We don't really care if it's attached. We just wanted a reason to talk about the exactly. Trailer. Nice what a segue, segue, my friend. Oh, Thank I like you. it. Um, I thought it was it was great. I thought it was really, really great. Like, it was probably the best trailer for me, but it was Batman heavy. Did you, by any chance, cast Roth and uh, Drew talking on HitFix about? Yeah, the I trailer? did actually. I wa- yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of those videos. But I, I don't either. But one. there was, there was because they got me with the headline, and then they talked about it. Well, well they done. Just, they got it was Drew's defense online that got me, where I was like, "What is everybody getting up in arms about? What did Drew say?" Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what he. I was just commenting that he's been hearing that Batman v Superman's in trouble. That's what I'm commenting. I on. thought he is that what he said, or did, did he? That was that was at the end. So I didn't. No. I didn't really. Follow it seemed like his... the gist from what I've got from Drew and Devin this week. It was that they talked to some people in Warner Brothers, probably okay. the same people, and some thought it were, was good, and some thought it were bad. Okay. Was bad. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, can't speak this morning. That, that's okay. It's early, and the president's in town. 
So that's why we were running a little late. He he takes up the whole. I blame everything on Obama. Yeah. So yeah, not me, man, not me, <laughs> uh, except the traffic. Um, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I love the trailer. I think it looked great. Um, what what though cued me into this was what Drew said about. Um, there was a little, maybe behind the scenes, like, ooh, we don't know if this is working, if it's gelling so much. And that's so why they're like, emphasizing Ben. Yeah. That's, but that's what everybody wants to see. Superman's a boring character. I disagree. I love Superman. <laughs> but he hasn't ben, been like, done totally. Batman is so much more interesting than Superman. Come on. I, I like, could make to an me, argument. there's not even a question. It's sure. The way it's been done, I just believe that you can make a good Superman and make him you know, interesting. I think there's ways to do it. They just haven't done it yet. I don't think they've done I, it I yet. I like the direction that these movies are going in with the God versus, you know, Me too. man thing. And, and the, the new, um, I like the man of steel stuff. That wasn't the traditional Superman mm-hmm. fighting stuff. I liked everything else with Kevin Costner and yeah. Yeah. I like that too. And I, I loved all that stuff. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of man of steel, but for this, let me say that Batman looked rad in this trailer. Yeah, he's going to be badass. Listen, Ben Affleck wouldn't have agreed to do it if if he didn't like the direction. I agree. You know, the vision that Zack Snyder had for this character. Um, you're right. And that, that at the end of the day, is I, I've always defended him because you're also getting a filmmaker that's standing on set who's good at what he does. So there's going to be a little collaboration there and talking with Zack Snyder and – Maybe there was a time where it's like, you know what I'm going to do here is this, and was Ben Affleck going, I don't know. I don't know about that. Goes, oh, what would you do, Ben? Maybe put it up there, and we just kind of move here, and, the, you know, just if the, you know, and listen, he just does I, that. I'm pumped. This movie had <laughs> had my money the second it was announced. Oh, duh, um, of the, course. The trailer, none, of, none of the trailers have looked that great, but I think it's just a trickier sell. Um, because there are some big ideas in this movie, yeah, that I think are hard to come, you know, to sell in two and a half minutes. Yeah, you know what I love though the most of it. There was two things. It was like one, they were you finally saw them up close, kind mm-hmm. of coming to blows, and one of them was like he was standing there and just it looked like Superman literally went and like pushed him and right. he just flies he away, you know. And then the other shot where he goes to punch Batman and he catches it, what, what and, I, and blocks it, and, is, and that was cool. Superman's like. What the fuck? Yeah. That was rad. I love that. What I liked, um, I'm fucking blanking now. <laughs> yeah. Batman uh, punched no, no, no. a dude in the head through the floor. <laughs> what, what, what Drew was saying was that, um, that Jesse, he's heard really good things about Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. And that's something that could have gone either way. And yes. so it was, uh, exciting to hear. I, I love that, that idea. Jesse delivers as Lex. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I just was so interested that he got cast uh, because of just thinking about I his just, his uh, Mark I don't Zuckerberg. Just don't get this like you know rush to like put a verdict on a movie a month before it even opens and anybody's seen it. I know. Just based on like word of mouth and it, it, I mean, yeah, that was the same. Like that's funny. A couple of months ago, it, was, it looks really good. It's going to be rad and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So who are you going to believe? I mean, I happen to believe Drew. He has some good sources, so. I know Drew was saying too that like he'd be surprised if Zack Snyder did Justice League, but he's already been announced as directing. So sure, but I mean, listen, that could, things yeah. can things happen can or whatever. Um, okay. I don't know. David Ayer's Suicide Squad looks sick. What if they gave him that? Uh, what if Zack Snyder just wants a break? Yeah, you he, know, he could use one. Yeah, he's been working he, a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just want different visions for these things. Anyways, uh, well, that, that's all we'll talk about as far as that stuff goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Everybody's gonna go see the shit out of this movie, no matter what. So let's talk about. Let's do it. What do we got? 
Um, all these fucking date changes. Yeah. Shit's getting crazy. Yeah. So, what, are we talking... So, Star Wars okay. 8 moved on to Ready Player One's date a while ago. Right. And, and Ready... Ready Player One finally blinked. Yep. And moved to the following March, around it... the end of March, which is where Warner Brothers is opening Batman and Superman. Right, right. So, it's smart. I mean, definitely smart it to was, get out yeah, of the way of Star the Wars. Only, yeah. I mean, say what you will, it's Spielberg and it's a really popular book. Not enough to beat Star Wars, though. I, mean, I, that's... I agree. Um, obviously, uh, the the right decision for Warner Brothers. But then today mm-hmm. we saw trans uh, Paramount date three Transformers movies. That's right, five, six, and seven. Because <laughs> I know Every the first four year. weren't enough. Um, right, two thousand seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen. Right. Give me a fucking break. And the twenty seventeen release is coming on the day of Wonder Woman. Yeah. So all these studios keep putting their biggest franchises on Warner Brothers key dates. You know what? Man, they're like fucking going after them. I I do not think that Wonder Woman should move. I don't think Warner Brothers should touch it, but that's just me hating Transformers as much as I do. Dude, you have to move. I know. Transformers is a billion-dollar franchise, and believe it or not, I know there's a lot of Say excitement and clamoring uh, for Wonder Woman. I know. She is not established as a franchise. Yep. Yep. I mean, you can't have her go up against one of the the true box office juggernauts in Transformers, so she, I, she I, will be moving, too. I hate No matter to st- what they're saying today, and I don't know because I haven't called over there yet. Right, but I hate to say it, you're right, because it is Transformers and it's look wonder woman is yeah untested so they will eat each other up at the box office if they open the same day Mm -hmm. i mean and transformers will ultimately win um i don't think it would like wonder woman would crash and burn and be like a flop and be like 17 million versus 150 at the box office opening weekend but i'm yeah but why why one after the other three in a row three years i mean that's how things are done these days man that's a lot of shit just because coming these, at these you. executives don't know if they'll be around two years. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> in true. Two years time, you know. We oh my just god! Just crank them out. So. so, but Michael Bay is doing part five, and and he it? says that's his last one. So, well, we'll it, have a new director for Transformers six and seven. Okay, <laughs> that's breaking news, folks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. That's I guess that's my only hope. Not again. Nothing against Michael Bay. Because thirteen hours was was really good, but oh, you did see it. I did see it. Yeah, yeah I good, really huh? liked it. I liked it. I, I was very surprised by how much I liked it. Um, it wasn't. There was some Michael Bay esque stuff in there, but like ultimately, he played it pretty straight and true. And I like that about him. I wish I want more of that from him. When it's going back to Transformers, and just it's just going to be that blockbuster, throw a bunch of shit at the screen. Giant moving things that transform, and and I don't know who's fighting who, mm. and with human characters I could give a shit about. I mean, <laughs> come on. But so we're gonna take a, a news break real quick. Ooh, I just want to okay. ask um, if you've seen some of these things. Did you see Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? No, I haven't. No, you know I don't see movies. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was it was, it, was I, it was agonizing. Yeah, over at Geek Nation, my guy, my junior editor, always he does all the reviews, so he gets the the. To go and do that. Yeah, so. it was just I felt very flat. And then you didn't see Zoolander two yet. <laughs> no. Are you going to see no. Zoolander two in the wake of these reviews? No, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, Internet. Don't yell at me. Not a big fan of it to begin yeah, with. Interesting. I just, I mean, I know it got a cult status, and I know I did watch it later years. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what's everybody talking about? I definitely there's some great funny moments, but for me, I'm just not like you know, like I was an Anchorman guy. 
that was so I was happy it's, about it's that. It's funny. I relate them very closely because I had the same reaction to both. I didn't love Zoolander or Anchorman when I first saw them in the theaters, and then both of them grew on me. Okay, so you did on like DVD, yeah. Got um, it. So I, I do like Zoolander quite a bit. Uh, this sequel was a fucking joke and not in the way you want it to be. Yeah, man. It, it was so lazy and slapdash and it was like this is what you waited 15 years. This is the story that you wanted to tell. But it's so hard to do a good comedy sequel. It, it really is. They're, they're never really because it's kind of oh hard. My goodness. To, to I don't know to extend, you know, you just kind of end up laying weighing on um relying on the same kind of jokes told differently. Yeah, save your money, folks. Yeah. Um did you are you a Louis CK fan? Yes, I am. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis, Louis, yeah. Um, have you watched Horace and Pete? No, I got to. Yeah, where? Okay, I spent five dollars on that first episode. Mm-hmm. I I could barely get through it. It was oh, really? like such a chore. It was awful. Man, yeah. Okay, well that sucks. People love it though. Again, because I love him as Louis and uh, in Louis. Yeah, he's and, not. I, he's not that. And, and I I thought he was fantastic in Trumbo. I mean, he was yeah. so good in Trumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just can't. He, he's going to be working. So, but yeah, no, I not okay. good. Huh? Uh, no, okay. no. Um, <laughs> have you been watching OJ? I have been watching OJ. What are you? Two episodes in? Yep. Three episodes in? It's two. Yeah, I've just, I'm just so watching you saw the, the Bronco. Then. Oh yeah, Dude, I, I what, what do you it. think of this show? I love it. I, I, but I'm it's a true fucking fantastic. I'm a true crime junkie. Me too. I, I read this uh, book by John Douglas, who was an FBI profiler. He did all the. The cases called the cases that haunt us. Go look Ooh, at it. Go read it. Sounds like it's going to about to get options. Yeah, he. Got, it should be. Well, it's all the different unsolved cases, and then he weighs in. He gets all the facts, and he weighs in. It's the next Conjuring franchise, folks. It's it's really good, and he does take on the O.J. Simpson like uh-huh. all the did evidence. Did he say he did it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. I mean, and you know who. In this particular episode, Cuba Gooden Jr. was fantastic. Like, I thought he just now, nailed it. The big complaint, Jeff Wells has made this complaint. My parents made this complaint. Okay. Um, it doesn't really bother me so much. But what do you think of the casting of Cuba Gooden Jr.? Because he, people seem to think he's the only one who kind of stands out. Yeah. His cast, I mean, I love him. I think it's, he's perfect. But are you talking about everybody? I'm sorry. Like when I say stands out, I meant um, like sticks out. Like oh, like not good. Yeah. Like oh. well, they just think he's miscast because he's too small. I mean, I yeah, I get and, that. And like too like nice. You know, like I but like that. that's. I think that's the point of it is that OJ did not like walk around looking like he was a psycho. Right. Exactly. And I. I mean, yeah, he's a little bit small, I guess, compared to OJ. But I just it was this episode in particular that got me. I think he's it a tremendous just, actor. He became something different, and I mean, I don't. I don't think he looks like OJ. I don't think he acts right. like OJ. You know, he doesn't have right. that thing, but it, he's just, you know, he's doing his. It's an interpretation of OJ that I yeah. actually think is really interesting. I, I mm-hmm. agree he may not look like OJ or feel like OJ, but but the show's not about OJ. That's the brilliant part of the show. I've seen six episodes. Oh, you got, um, oh, you got some early versions. So yeah. the show is about the legal, you know, the whole legal circus around it. Yeah. And I think it's fascinating to wait until like, John, you know, the main, like Johnny Cochran episode. Yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. Courtney, Courtney Vance. Vance. Yeah. He's fantastic. But it's just really, uh, impressive. Um, Marsha Clark, uh, Sarah Paul, Sarah Paul was, she's fantastic. Yep. I, I love what they're and I don't doing. normally like her. Yeah, I love what they're doing setting up the race. They open up the the first episode with, 
you know, the riots, and then it's, right. it's they're really playing it really well. I, it was terrific. If but, you're not cool. watching the OJ uh, miniseries on FX, yeah. check it out. I know this is Meet the Movie Press, but yeah. <laughs> this is very it's, cinematic. It is very cinem- cinematic, and, and do, I can't And do wait. you watch Girls? No, I, I did, yeah. and then I stopped. Yeah, it I watched. I watched. I watched the first five girls. Yeah, good episodes. It, it is. It is the same show. Yes, the same show. How's my boy Adam Driver? I love him in that. It's. I'll tell you. It's weird. Yeah. And I think someone else said this. Maybe Brian Lowry at Variety, the TV critic. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're watching girls now, and it's like, whoa, Kylo Ren's in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're what? Like, oh god! <laughs> I think he's, he's just gonna like do like the yeah a Jedi mind trick or something. Yeah. That's funny. We've got a lightsaber on, on Lena Dunham. Why not? Um, it is a little weird. All right. We'll get back to the news because there was no shortage of it. Yes. What Let's it... start with hmm? Johnny Depp yeah. playing the Invisible Man. This is really interesting what Universal is doing because they got Tom Cruise for The Mummy. Now they got Johnny Depp. Isn't there a rumor they about still want Angelina Jolie. Angelina right? Jolie for, for Bride of Frankenstein. Frankenstein. This is crazy. This is A-list as you can get. And then they're going to share this universe. So, like, well, here's the thing, and it's funny. Someone said, "Oh, like, I can't wait to see Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise in a movie." Yeah, there's no guarantee that you will no. because Tom Cruise is not the mummy. No, right? Yeah, he's not the mummy. Yeah, he's for probably... all we know, he gets killed at the end of the mummy. I don't know. Who, could you kill Tom Cruise? What, isn't that weird? That's a great point. Have we ever even yeah, seen Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise has never die in died. movies? He's never That's died. A fair point. Wait a minute. This is. Trivia: Has Tom Cruise ever died in a movie? I mean, the, he, the Last Samurai. Does he die at the I end? Can't of that? Remember. I can't remember. Does he ride off? I don't. I don't. I, no, I think he doesn't die. Born on the Fourth of July? No. Beats um, me. Minority Report. Minority Report. No, no. Tom Cruise does not. Tom Cruise cannot be killed. Breaking in real immortal. life or otherwise. <laughs> he is immortal, and the guy will never die. I love it. Um, but to, uh, sorry, Johnny so, Depp. Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. I kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Could see him with the scarves and hats and glasses, right? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not, I know I'm not the first person to make that joke. No, no, no. But it's true. I can just picture him pulling the bandages and him doing. Maybe he's probably going to do some kind of tick. But like, I want it to be dark. <laughs> I do too. I, I I don't know what it looks like. It's so fascinating to me. I think it's great casting. I because I don't know yeah. anything about it. Uh, Although than, it's got to be tough, like. Who casts Johnny Depp and makes him invisible? I know. That's you know? that's very true. Like, so are we going to get probably, you know, the origin of it? Listen, know? Johnny Depp is clearly at that point in his career where he kind of just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I was and just going to say. And is just, like, doing weird shit to do weird shit. Like, yeah. between the fucking Donald Trump thing that hit this week. Did right. You, did you watch all yes, of that? Yes, I, I watched half of it. It was really it, wow. it went a little too long for me. I yeah. Like, I, mean, uh, I was like, okay, I but get like, it. I, see, I didn't watch any of it, but I watched the, the trailer. Uh-huh. And I was like, I know that guy's voice. Like, who is that? I had no idea it was Johnny Depp until the reports started to come out. Right, right. Me too. Um, was... So he's he did that. He did Yoga Hosers, which, like, mm-hmm. on paper, what other A-list star is going to do Yoga Hosers? Like, yeah. He's just batshit crazy. Who cares? Let's I guess do it. so. But, yeah, he's down. Um, Vanilla Sky, says Dash Crowley on Twitter. Vanilla Sky, Tom Cruise. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yep, yep. We're And we're getting it up on the, yep. Collateral damage. Collateral damage? Collateral. 
Not damage. Collateral. Taps. Oh, people are like going going through. I love it. this. Meanwhile, t- spoilers on Tom Cruise's entire fucking career. I know, right? We're just like, hey, let's name every movie he dies in. I sorry, I know, but now you haven't seen v- Vanilla Sky Collateral or Taps. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're thirty years too late. Um, <laughs> all right. So Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. A hell of a uh, of an anchor. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. That. I that, I just hope he doesn't do like some. Oh, hi, I'm the Invisible Man. Smokes a cigarette and it goes through no, me. Uh, uh, you know a what third I mean? Man kind of thing? Some kind of weird. I don't know. He always has a tick. We'll see who <laughs> they get to direct that. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. That I, I do uh, like it. I'm intrigued. I'll just say. Here's it that what way. else I was intrigued by. Okay. Danny McBride in talks to join Alien Covenant. Right. This reported is pretty cool. by yours truly. That was you. Well yeah. done, sir. I like that well, birthday so, scoopage. Uh, yeah, I know. You actually had a big day on your birthday. Day. Well, Happy well, birthday, thanks. everyone. We didn't oh. even mention. Oh, thank you. Holy shit. Thank you. My my leaving overshadowed the Seriously, fact Seriously, God. You know, um... Yeah, and I called him on his birthday to tell him I was leaving too. I know. You're like, hey, hey Jeff, so, happy birthday. Listen. Listen. The yeah. Show. It's moving, the plug. moving fast. Um, uh, so McBride in talks, Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't, I couldn't really get details on the role, but Hollywood reporters seem to indicate he may be playing like a techie. Okay. Uh, that makes you sense. Know, yeah, obviously makes sense. He'll probably I tune it down, but tone I, it down I a bit. I don't, you know, I'm exactly like, I don't think he would just take the comic relief role no yeah i think that maybe says some one-liners and gets killed because he can you know he I, can play a tough yeah guy i suppose i think he's gonna be like very straight, play it straight. And, ge- and then he'll have like some one-liners that are just yeah. gonna land like the, he's it's gonna be interesting line. i was very surprised when i heard it but i also heard you know that him and ridley really hit it off and that's great and mcbride has you know incredible respect for ridley and was flattered he was even being thought of and yeah. he's like i'm in you know whatever you want from me then it's interesting so, i can't i can't wait to see what they're doing with it because you know i'm curious too it's it you know prometheus newbie, was newbies, not terrible like there's a lot of i love prometheus interesting stuff in prometheus it just didn't quite like coalesce it, it's it it opened just like Alien did, but in a different way. It was like, you know, seeing the ship. It was just, it was great. I love Prometheus. I know it has its issues. I know that those, those lunatic scientists are like, hey there, weird snake-like creature I've never seen before in my life. Come here, you. Right. Come on. That's the only time I was yeah, like. Yeah, it was a fun cast. Come on. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait. So, um, what else is out we, there? We got Charlize Theron circling the villain in Fast 8. This is a very, um, not, I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. Again, I'm not a Fast Furious guy. Maybe it's my fault for not putting this out there. I mean, I've, we've been sitting on this for months. Um, you talked about it. Did I? I see. I thought I, I thought I might have talked about. You it. You did talk remember. about it here. You kind, of, yeah. You you hinted that there was something like that for her and Fast. I'm I'm pretty sure you did. I thought I did too. Okay, but um, either way. Uh, it's, it's something that deal. all the film reporters had sort of heard about, you mm-hmm. know, that Universal at least wanted her to be the villain, but she hasn't said yes or no yet. Right. And, and I know the original story said that there was no script. I hear that there probably is a script at this point. Yeah. Um, that the script isn't, so at least that she would have something to read. Does the script like, like five typed pages of dialogue right. and, and then a lot like car of chase, car chase, just car chase, <laughs> graph, graph. <laughs> Uh, Vin Diesel did a crayon drawing of himself and his daughter. Or well, something. If you like, were Charlize Theron or her agent, okay, would you say yes to this? No, I, I just that I don't know. That just came out of me. <laughs> that was just like, 
Well, because look, she's got the the Huntsman sequel coming out. That's why you'll never make it in this town as an agent, Mark. Look, I I I would not. I would I like. I was the guy that saw the pilot of Lost because my roommate worked on it, mm-hmm. and uh, at the time, and I'm <laughs> this like, show's not going. I'm like, this show ain't going anywhere. This is shit. <laughs> this J.J. Abrams, he's not going anywhere. That's all right. I passed on Juno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think there's an audience for this. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. I just. I mean, look. I just saw her hamming it up as the snow. The is the queen again in this in the new Snow White. Tra- yeah, not Snow she's White. Villain in that. She's coming off a big franchise in Mad Max. Yeah, and it's like I just don't. The villain for for me like feels like she's just gonna kind of do that thing, not like Huntsman villain, but just kind of chew the scenery a bit. And, it and she's be gonna weird. be in this for what twenty minutes? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. Like, I think she could just do something better. Like, how about a Furiosa sequel? That I'll, I'll take that over this. That's just my opinion. Because again, I'm on record. I'm not a big Fast and Furious fan. I just don't. There's not a lot to these movies that mm-hmm. get me. Sorry, internet. Sorry. I just, you know, so I would love to see her do something else. And obviously, there are other things. The, oh, <laughs> really? There are other things out there. Wait a minute. Seeking. This is, this is Charlize big. Charlize Theron. Really? So, uh, is it, you're, you're working on this? We can't talk. No, right? I, okay. I, 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 stay, keep it under wraps. <laughs> stay tuned to therap.com and yeah. at the In Snyder, right? Isn't that what sure. I'm supposed to say? Sure. Yeah. Stay tuned that? to me. Yeah. Keep your focus on me. Okay. Um, speaking of blonde actresses. Oh. Amy Schumer. Oh, Big yeah. Amy Schumer news this week. Yeah, yeah. Two things. Big, yeah. Number one, taking her first kind of dramatic turn. Right. In DreamWorks PTSD drama, Thank You for Your Service, which I'm really excited about. I am too. When that came out, um, my junior editor was like, what? I don't like that. I don't like, you know, he didn't like Amy Schumer much. Um, just doesn't land with him. And mm-hmm. I'm like... That's cool. Like, see, I, I don't know why I could see it. Called DreamWorks to ask if she's going to be a soldier because I could actually see her yeah. in fatigues. Like, I, yeah, I could see her. She do seems that. like the kind of woman who might join the army. Yeah, um, you know, if you take her, her amazing sense of humor out of it, uh, but she's not going to be a soldier. I don't know what her role in the movie is ultimately going to be. Okay, uh, maybe she'll be like a doctor, a physical therapist, sort of working with. Veterans, maybe a therapist. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good move for her to show that she can do more than just, you know, yeah. not just make people laugh because that's obviously incredibly hard and a, I, a and fantastic skill. Yeah, I was going to say that. Why do you think so many comedic actors and actresses can do uh, drama comedy's, so well? Comedy's harder than drama. Comedy is harder than drama. Yes. Yeah, and they so they have these these gifts that Mamie did do. dramatic stuff in Trainwreck. Obviously, yeah. Like they're, Absolutely, she did. So I'm excited about that. I like the idea. I like her in general. She's just she was great on that Super Bowl. Ad and too. then, yeah, she's got Goldie Hawn and talks to play her mom mm-hmm. in this father uh, father this mother daughter mm-hmm. comedy over at Fox that uh, Jonathan Levine's directing and right. Paul Feig Paul producing. Feig's, yep. Um, this is great. I love Goldie Hawn. Has not been on the big screen in 15 years. Basically, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Um, it's kind of awesome casting. She was it's hilarious perfect. in the 80s. I love oh, and early and early 90s. Come on, Overboard. Love Overboard. Uh, love I'm, First Wives Club. Um, First Wives Club. I haven't right? seen a lot of. What is there? Death Funny Farm. Her, uh, is that her? No, no, no. What's the Chevy Chase one? That she isn't she? In? Yes. Uh, oh God. Yeah. It's. Uh, 
It's not. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Internet? Anyways. Um, Goldie Hawn. Private lot, Benjamin. Yes. A lot of classic. good stuff. Uh, Wildcats? Was that Wildcats, yes. I yeah. love that movie. There we go. I love so that movie. So it's pretty cra- – it's, it's kind of awesome. My editors were really excited about the Goldie Hawn thing. Yeah. Broken by our friend Kyle Buchanan mm. uh, over at Vulture who, you know, right. if we had another show, we really should have had him on. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, we didn't get a guest because, well – so anyways, so fast. yeah, Goldie Hawn to play Amy Schumer's mother. I'm all for it. I really like it. Yeah, me too. She's rad. Because I've Goldie been tracking, like, and, and THR mentioned this as well, that I've been tracking sort of like the Sally Field of it all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm all for it, obviously. Did, did you read the Zola the Stripper story? Yes, I did. I you, read, you read I, that whole thing. I read the whole thing, the Rolling Stone it's article, um, and, yeah, and now James Franco is going to do going to direct a movie about it. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it last week, and I know you you got you got followed by her. Yeah, she fo- <laughs> Zola the stripper followed me. I tried to send her some DMs. You yeah. know, I was like, let's do an interview about this. And yeah, I didn't hear back. She was like, I don't. Maybe she she might have been surprised. Yeah. Um, right. Well, I don't know. You know, when you're optioning an article, mm-hmm. if you're if there's a deal for her life rights as well, or if you do that afterwards, I don't know. Should, but um, yeah, it was a fascinating story. My God, like that was a one hell of a weekend. Were you surprised <laughs> at all that James Franco was going to take that thing on? Because it was no. so weird and bizarre. It's like, wow, of course he'd be perfect. Yeah, I it it yeah it made complete sense for me because mm-hmm. he's a weirdo. I mean, the room thing that he's he's got going. On, I cannot oh, yeah. wait. I'm pumped. Um, the fact he's like they were describing it as spring breakers kind of and i'm like yeah he was you know he was crazy in that so we'll see do you think he's gonna play like the pimp again or or it, has it been revealed that he's playing something or just directing it's right funny because deadline what, their initial story was like that he's gonna direct and star in it. and we all got the same you know press release or whatever that was embargoed sure that they put up a minute early for no fucking reason mm-hmm. um hey it's deadline yeah they do what uh, they want so, and then that story was revised so maybe he's not planning to take a role in it i don't know okay um elsewhere yeah uh, what's going on what, what else is that because we got like what 10 minutes left yeah, about ten minutes. Ten, ten yeah, because we started a little late, so let's go if we can. Uh, yeah, everybody out there, I think we can. Okay. Um, these are just like little bits. Like, there's gonna be Harold Ramis Film School. I love that. Isn't that kind of great? Yeah. It's so like, how can you not? How I don't can know you who hear would that, go to that but... and go, oh fuck that. That's lame. I mean, it's just so cool. I mean, what a great way to honor him and and just. I, I would only go if I could be like part of the first class yeah. graduating from Harold Ramis Film School because I don't know Why is that going to open more doors than like USC or NYU? It's probably Thank a little you. bit cheaper. Good on time. Um, so that was kind of cool. That was cool. Russell Simmons is starting the All Deaf Movie Awards. Okay. Okay. Now <laughs> this this was an interesting announcement yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's basically he said you know this is not the Black Oscars. <laughs> But they could be. <laughs> and you're looking at the nominees and the categories, and they certainly feel like the Black Oscars, like sort of just poking uh, fun at the actual show. Yeah. Chris Rock's brother is going to host it. It's going to be a few days. <laughs> um, and it's and they're like emphasized like it's just yards away from the main stage at the Oscars. Wow. Which is te- true. It's going to be like the Hol- Man 6 there or whatever. The, yeah. Know. Uh, hey, why not? They have a category called Best Helpful White Person. <laughs> Good f- 
for good. I mean, this is going to be like better than the MTV Movie Awards, yeah. I think. The best, the best yeah. picture nominees are like Beasts of No Nation, Straight Outta Compton, Concussion, Dope, Creed. Yeah. And there's one more, but good. um, I, I mean, yeah, good for Russell to, Simmons. I agree. And you know what? Good for the best helpful white person. It's like, you know, the awards will be voted on by the All Deaf Academy. Okay. Like, who, who are the members of this academy? All of uh, Russell, Russell Simmons, Simmons Twitter followers. Russell Simmons, can I apply for membership on this academy? Yeah, to, no, to this it, academy? if you follow him on Twitter, you are approved. I just want to be part of any academy. That's so funny. Um, I love it. I was at home last week when news broke that the Swiss Army Man directors won Best Director at Sundance. Oh, my gosh. That's can, right. I, I, I wasn't home, but, but uh, yeah, anyways. that's uh, I was just shocked. Yeah, that's a movie. And like, like they, they definitely there. have, uh, and again, I feel bad. I wanted to, I'll take this moment to publicly apologize to those guys because I know how hard yeah. it is to make your first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I should have either paid it the proper respect and sat through the whole thing. Right. And then, you know, said whatever I wanted to about it. You or should have. Sure. You're going to walk out early, maybe not said anything at all. Okay. So. Fair enough. I apologize to the Daniels, which is also a really pretentious the moniker to go by as a directing team. Well, that's that's just all I heard. Word. Like, I know some people were like, "Oh, I gotta see this," and I'm like, "Hearing like farting corpse, yeah, like, Harry Potter." So it's like, what's funny though, talking to people in the industry about them, it's like there seems to be this consensus that they are talented guys. Um, that they just needed to be reined in a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. they're, maybe their agent or manager should have been like, "This is a little out there. Maybe bring it back a bit." Um, you know, they they definitely have a, a voice. And I don't know what else in the in the competition other than Nate Parker who won all the fucking awards. He you know, I don't know who Sundance. else would have won this award. So yeah, well, I mean, I was just surprised. Uh, do you feel like it's like Sundance trying to like tone down that it's like you know really not independent anymore, and that like this could be viewed as like truly yeah, this independent. is an artistic statement, artistic if fought in corpse. We put it on film and it is well. Beautiful. It's inter- when you looked at the jury, um, you know, it was like Franklin Leonard and John Hamm and, and yeah. Lena Dunham, and I f- feel like it was a very kind of progressive <laughs> jury this year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know. So, anyways, yeah. Um, there were a few other things. We got five minutes left. Did you want to talk about the Soderbergh thing? Uh, yeah, I do want to talk I about mean, this because what are so, you hearing? So here's what I'm hearing is that he is directing. Wow, it is a movie. Yeah, uh, Channing Tatum is going to star. Okay, I keep hearing Michael Shannon. Okay, um, and and that <laughs> that would be great. Soderbergh reached out to him directly. Nice, and then the Matt Damon of it all, which Kroll reported, and Steven Soderbergh. He didn't say that element was wrong. He just called Variety's story wrong without like pointing to specifics. Okay, Kroll, you know, I updated. We definitely got word that, like, Matt Damon was not involved at this point. Okay. Kroll kind of stood by his story, and that may pan out. Mm, Matt, nice. Matt Damon may, in fact, have a very small role. I like it. Uh, in Soderbergh's movie. So, in the, I mean, the big thing was, like, he's not retired. He's well, yes. coming out of retirement. And I know people were like, well, he never said he retired. And obviously, he's been busy working the last few years on the Nick and stuff. You're but, right. like, no, he kind of did say he was never going to direct another feature again that was going to, like, go through the theatrical route. That's what I wanted to talk to you about because I didn't know. I, I I didn't remember if he did retire. Yeah, I mean, I heard and then – He definitely made statements to that effect where okay. it's just like it's gotten it, – it's lost its luster for him. Okay. Um, so he is going to be directing. It sounds like Matt Damon could have a, a small role in this, obviously, depending on his schedule. Nice. Um, the only thing that Kroll seemed to mess up was the title. 
Okay. I just think it's a little like fucked up for, for Soderbergh. Not fucked up, but it's like, listen, we all made the same calls to, to his reps and his people or, you know, people involved. And, right. You know, all got shut out. Everyone's under an NDA. Okay. So how do you expect journalists to gather facts when no one's willing to, to really talk to them? And maybe it was, you know, after the fact that the story was posted. But the only thing Kroll seemed to mess up was the title. And I don't know if it was cool for Soderbergh to, like, go and trash him on Twitter. Hey, yeah. Uh, that's, trash the story. Cause that's, that's our friend. That's our it's friend our of the friend, show. but he also, like, uncovered a pretty fucking cool story. Yeah, and yeah, he's a he's good at what he does, so yeah, so, I get it. I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, I don't, uh, it was just, I don't know, surprising uh, from Soderbergh's end. Yeah. Um, Jonas Coron is doing a Zorro movie. Yes, I wanted and, to, that's, that's an indie, an, not a studio thing, but like. It's an indie? Yeah. It is? Well, yeah. it's, the, it's the futuristic Zorro. Right? No, I think that's another thing that Boris kind of fudged a little bit. Not, not fudged, but. That to me was the big news, was that it's like, not big news. It's like, like a similar project, but it's not like a direct, directly related to that one that was at Fox. Okay. Uh, I think it's his own take. Okay. Um, sure. Great. But Zorro. also futuristic. But I mean, that's a, I, I think that's a really cool director yeah. to take that. You know, Latin hero, Spanish hero, whatever, into the next generation of audiences. I'm, I agree. Well, you know, he what co-wrote with uh, his dad, Gravity. Was that is this the same? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jonas Cuarón. Yes. So I mean, I'm yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, it sounds good. I was more for the 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 futuristic. Spin I think on that it. this is going to be some okay. kind of futuristic, but it's not that project that was in development at Fox. It's uh, not the same. I gotcha. Script or writers. Um, now I'm caught up. Speak. I mean, uh, let's see. We get. We're getting a fucking Seth Rogen, Galifianakis, Bill Hader space comedy. The something. Sure. We got uh, <laughs> the supporting actress nominees. Kate Winslet and Jennifer Jason Lee uh, mm-hmm. are looking to get their next movies. Kate's going to do Will Smith's Collateral Beauty. Okay, I know that was that was a good. I'm interested in that. That was that role that I said Rachel McAdams was uh, in talks for. Right. Um. You know that was like the day of the nominations. I think, and obviously her quote went up after that nomination. So yeah. for whatever reason, it didn't lead to a deal. Sounds like Kate Winslet's going to step in, and I kind of like that idea of Kate and Will Smith Me working too. together. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, coming off her nomination, sounds like she's going to be the fourth and final lead in Annihilation. Yeah. The next sci-fi movie produced by Scott Rudin yeah. from the director of uh, Ex Machina. Uh, Ex Machina. This, I'm now so – it's Garland, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Alex, Alex Gar- Garland. He's got Natalie Portman, Gina Rodriguez, yeah. uh, Tessa Thompson. Like it's a very diverse cast and now it sounds like Jennifer Jason Lee. I'm so glad that he's not only sticking with sci-fi – but like that he's getting more toys to work with like not actors as toys but just like more I just like budget the idea and... of four women on like a badass in starring in a badass sci-fi movie yeah it's man absolutely really interesting um Can't wait. we got Michael Pitt as the villain in Ghost in the Shell right who kind of has like this anime look you know that her- heroin chic look yeah do you are you familiar with the source material no do not you, really me neither and I'm so I can't I really I kind of wanted to watch Ghost in the Shell but I did too it sounds out there yeah, uh, it does. And then finally, Idris Elba mm-hmm. uh, going to be the lead in the Mountains Between Us. Yeah, I love th- um, I love this spin on this it. This is one for the ladies. Yeah, I, I, that, that's how I did, took it. As like you know, this movie has gone through a few casting changes. Yep. The last one was Charlie Hunnam. Uh-huh. Everyone had been white up to this point. 
And then you have someone like Idris Elba, who women love, has a huge female fan base. Yeah, he's he could be a romantic lead, and they're like, let's Hell give yeah. it, let's give him a shot. Yeah, I lo- yeah, I, you know. So who was it? Uh, Hunnam dropped out, and just for whatever reason, and then they're like, yeah, you know the, who's good? This guy. And yeah, Idris Elba. Everybody likes him. Um, that's that's where you need to go. The with race this is whole, not important to yeah, that character. This you know? is where you start to. To like correct the Oscar so white thing, it's, you don't even comment on it. You just go, right. "Oh yeah, here Idris Elba, he's he, Idris Elba, he can do yep. it." And there you go. Now, yep. now, uh, uh, originally white part, white actor is you know whatever. It's great. I love it. Me too. So, They'll find him a female lead soon. But I will say the female lead will probably be white. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, because it is very difficult to make a kind of epic romance like this with two African American leads because it doesn't really sell overseas yeah that's... so expect him to get like an a-list right white actress probably i would imagine uh yeah i i, I think so too um i know we got to wrap it up but i want to ask you it was super bowl sunday yep uh and there was a lot of trailers so i just want to ask you what you thought of anything stand out to the you the jungle book thing i thought was cool the way yeah. it, it was uh kind of coming I loved, out i the... loved how it was presented because and it's like i wasn't sure what they were doing i was just like this looks different and cool no one else in the room even noticed yeah but i think that movie looks awesome and then uh i was surprised i was surprised that the born title was jason Bourne. I was like, really? I was too. It just, it didn't land with me. It was like, the, the trailer looked great. I was very excited for it. I'm just, I'm all for, you know, Jason Bourne and Paul Greengrass and, and uh, Matt Damon doing it. But it was later where I'm like, oh, like Jason Bourne. Like, I just don't like name titles. Like Rocky Balboa, like mm. John Rambo. Like Michael, Well, it's a boring name. It's like, mm. you know, Michael Clayton. That's boring. If you, it's, actually, it's like if you have a weird kind of name, like Aaron Brockovich. Mm-hmm. That's a cool title, Aaron Brockovich, but sure. not Michael Clayton or Jason Bourne. Right, and the thing about it though is that it kind of breaks the the Bourne supremacy, the Bourne legacy. Yeah. How about the Bourne resurrection? I don't know. It's like, I'm, don't ask me for the title, but you know what I mean. It, is that is that your new job? You're going to go to marketing at Universal? Yep, I'm marketing um, all movies on Twitter. I am changing titles. Star Wars is now the war that happens in space. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was underwhelming yeah. Super Bowl ads for me. It was for me, too. So was the game. I thought the game was just kind of... It was. I took a nap during the third quarter. I so. was fly- yeah, I was sitting there. We were just all kind of like, okay. Um, yeah, I loved the Jungle Book. I loved... Uh, there was no Batman v Superman trailer, which I thought was interesting. Those they did Turkish that. Airways ads were really fucking weird. <laughs> it was so weird for me. I liked them. I liked seeing Bruce Wayne and, you know, hey, Gotham, come to Gotham again, blah, 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 and... And then Lex Luthor from Metropolis. It was kind of cool. It was taking the whole but like, it was weird thing too I'm, literally, though. I'm like, like this city was destroyed and now it needs to be rebuilt. And, of course, the tourism board but then spend millions of dollars on ads to get people to – like, wait. We're rebuilding Metropolis again and making it this great. still Batman for Superman. Yeah. Um. Anyways, know. buddy, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure doing this with you. And like I said, guys, um, that – we're not done here. Yeah, maybe. As far as who this knows what the future holds? Yeah. So that that's me teasing bigger announcements to come. So, guys, follow me at Riley around. I want to thank you for like always having just such great things to say. You follow me on Twitter. 
you whenever I tweet something out like this, you're you're you're, you're uh, tweeting it back out. You're commenting. I, I really appreciate it. I'm stunned. I, I have nothing to say. Oh my like, god! I, I see a tear like forming. Is there a tear? There I is see a tear. There is a tear. Um, and I want to thank uh, Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menounos, yes, and Phil and Steven, everybody here yes. at, at After they Buzz. Do a great job taking care of us. Yeah, you guys were so great to me and uh, so nice to us and this and so. I hope I don't leave this in ruins. I hope that it, it keeps going because Popcorn Talk is a great network. It, guys, follow Popcorn Talk Network and After Buzz. They got some great shows here, great people working here. I really appreciate you guys uh, following me along here at Meet the Movie Press. Sad to go. I am. I'm sad to go. Yep. It kind of sucks. So, well, thank you. On the live <laughs> chat, I will miss you too. Puppy monkey baby is creepy. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> um, on that note, folks, yeah, have a wonderful Valentine's Day weekend with Woo. your sweetheart. Yeah. I'm Jeff Snyder, film reporter at The Wrap. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Snyder. Yeah. And at Riley Around. That's where you find me always. I'll see you soon, everyone. Bye-bye. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or presidents.